Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. What an opportunity it is to come across your broadcast with me, my dear friend, Kevin Robb. I want to catch you up on Pastor Tony Miller. So as you know, Pastor Miller and I were pretty heavily uh, dug in and, and deep involved with fruits of the Spirit, with the fruit of the Spirit. But uh, as God would see fit, Pastor Miller's just dealing with a little health problem. Everything should be fine. Uh, but if you hear this podcast, just uh, this broadcast, just go ahead and pray for him. But he's going to come back as soon as he's feeling better. We're going to bang out the other half of that. And thankfully, we got Kevin with us. Now, we've been getting a ton of questions, Brother Kevin. First of all, good morning to your brother. Good morning, Doug. Yeah. How's life? Are we still finding you in Texas these days? You, you are, if, if, if the Lord lets me, I'm going to leave, but Texas is big. And when I leave, I'm going to drive 10 hours from oh. central Texas and I'm going to still be in Texas. Brother, I, <laughs> I remember crossing the border on interstate 10 and uh, yep. down there from Louisiana, I remember it said, welcome to Texas. And the next sign I saw said El Paso 900 something miles. <laughs> and I never, <laughs> I, I never forgot that. I mean, you want to talk about ruining your morale. I, I got stationed at Fort Bliss and Debbie and I were coming through Louisiana. We moved from Fort Benning and we, I think we stopped out there and said hi to my dad. We had Doug with us and and uh, he was out in Baton Rouge at the time. And boy, I'll tell you that that sign deflated us. And, uh, and, and, you know, there's nothing you hit a certain point. I maybe at San Antonio. And after that, there's nothing brother hotel every hundred miles or something. So when we came out of San Antonio, wherever we were at, when we came out, brother pedal to the metal. And uh, I remember at one point, Debbie was driving in the, um, uh, we had an old Maxima. She was, well, it wasn't old then, but we had a Maxima and a Chevy pickup. And I was in the Chevy pickup with little Doug. And I remember Debbie coming up alongside of us and, uh, and, and just giving me the hand. <laughs> and she started going about 90 miles an hour. And I said, someone needs to use a restroom. Praise God. And we, <laughs> we went about 45 minutes or an hour and boom, we were getting off an exit screaming. And, uh, <laughs> I said, man, this is going to be a long ride, but I love my time out there. But uh, so, folks, we're, we're even going to have a special uh, broadcast today. We want to talk about abuse. So the word of the day is abuse, and and uh, that's what we want to talk about. And there's so many verses on that. Uh, uh, there's so many things. So the Bible reminds us. So as we were coming through Proverbs just a, a few weeks back, we were in chapter 22, and it says, Cast out the scorner, and the contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproof shall cease. And so, so the Bible's saying, get rid of those people who abuse you. Cast them out. There's there's no need for them. They They need to move out. They, they need to go. And uh, uh, so, you know, it talks about, you know, in, over in, in James, you know, you could, you could read chapter four. It talks about those who have lust for war and, and, and evil and those types of things and, uh, and all those crazy things involved. And, 
and and over and over again, Kevin, God is not a God of abuse. God is a God that's just. God is a God of loving care. God is a kind God. Uh, God is a nonviolent God to a point. Uh, he's not a pacifist. Our God is a, a, a serious God. He's a jealous God. He's a warring God when someone's against him. But when you're serving in harmony, he's a kind, loving God, brother. And he's not about abuse. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he, he deals with things. And when he deals with it, he deals with it justly, and he deals with it completely. But like you said, when we are under his care and under his protection and under his authority, he, he's a benevolent, wonderful God. He's good. So he's great, meaning do anything, but he's good, meaning he wants to do the best things. And, uh, and so we should be in our, um, lower echelon of authorities, you know, whether we're a boss or whether we're in, in our home, you know, kind of the, 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 mover and shaker on, on issue, on decisions, we should exercise his authority, right? We should have his, absolutely. we should have the people, the people's good in mind. We should be their protector, not their oppressor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm in agreement with that. And, and, uh, uh, and, you know, we have a responsibility to ourselves and to others. And again, we always talk about uh, being a mandated reporter, brother, whenever we do a conference or workshop, or even in this environment, when we're sitting here saying abuse is wrong, God's not for abuse. We don't tolerate abuse. Nobody should be abused. Uh, We're just against it. God's against it. Uh, And so uh, what a mandatory reporter is, if we know somebody's going to be hurt, has been hurt, might be hurt, or someone else they know may be hurt, we have a, a legitimate and legal responsibility and biblical in Romans 13 responsibility to pick up the phone and notify the authorities in that area that something bad could, would, or already happened to somebody. And folks, I mean, and you have that responsibility, I think, as well. And so what I'm saying to you, folks, is as we talk about this and go through this, and um, we know this is one of these subjects that can be awkward. And and I want to say just coming up front, Kevin and I feel so bad for anybody who's been abused. It's wrong. Whatever happened to you was not your fault if you were abused. Um, You didn't wear the wrong clothes. You didn't dress the wrong way. You didn't say the wrong things. You didn't do the wrong things. It's unacceptable, and and the God we serve knows that. And uh, so we want to apologize to you for that. And we we would say, you know, reach out and get help. And uh, so we want you to know that as well. So we both... Uh, Kevin, I think there's no stronger way we can say to these folks that we're sorry and get help. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. There's a lot of people that, that I meet, you know, being a military missionary, being, um, you know, working now with PTSD, excited about it, but because of the help that people are getting, but there's, there's so many people that have been abused. You know, I think you were talking about the statistics a little bit before the broadcast, you know, the, the biggest PTSD occurrence is abused children. And then under that battered women, and then a little bit less, you know, occurrence would be the raped adults. And, and then below that is what you commonly think of with PTSD, military veterans and then firefighters, police and, and Christian workers, 
but yeah, it's it's the abuse. That's the biggest, just so the much. biggest factor. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thank you for sharing that. That's and, and 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 folks, this isn't this isn't your shame. Uh, this isn't your burden. This is something that God can help you with uh, if somebody's hurt you that way. And and you know, and even talking about that, Kevin, let me just say up front the terrible things uh, that need to be said. So one out of six women somewhere in her lifetime, either as a girl or as an adult, will go to the police and say they've been assaulted. So God only knows how many of those numbers would be um, if everybody went to the police. You know, so we can only guess at that. So statistics I'm looking at, and they're pretty up to date. They're from a, a national site here. And so I looked them up today. And, and essentially, this is a terrible thing. So every 68 seconds, uh, a woman somewhere in America is being sexually assaulted. And just terrible, just terrible. And uh, if you were to look at that, so then 3% are one out of every 33 Americans, one out of six women, one out of every 33, uh, or about every five minutes or so, uh, a boy or man is sexually assaulted in this country. So that's one of the types of abuse. And that's pretty prevalent for us. Uh, as we go through and help people with PTSD and stuff. So we want you to know that that's just unacceptable. And it's pretty straightforward what that kind of abuse looks like. But I want you to know it's pretty straightforward, too, that it's unacceptable to God. Every uh, sexual abuse that happened in the Old Testament precipitated a civil war. Uh, In New Testament times, when the Lord was walking this earth, uh, the penalty for sexual abuse was the death penalty. And you know, I think that's a pretty good penalty, personally. Uh, mm-hmm. I I just think anybody who would abuse, you know, those one out of six girls, those one out of 33 guys, I'm sorry. Uh, they deserve a much stronger penalty than most of them would get. So as we look at abuse, I wanted to mention those types of abuse. Then I want to just bang through some of the other types of abuse, and maybe that's a bad word. We're not trying to go fast, but we just want to talk about what abuse looks like with so many people and then talk about what the Bible has to say more uh, definitely in some of these areas. Now, physical abuse, Brother Kevin, is not only sexual abuse, which obviously falls under the category of physical abuse, but it refers to the intentional injury of a person. So we can think of that as hitting somebody, kicking, beating, biting, or any other action that leads to physical pain. And you see that not only within family structures, but that's so much more prevalent in schools today. It's so much more prevalent in colleges, even in church groups, and sadly in those types of terrible things. And uh, so we want you to know that that's wrong. That's physical abuse. It's against God's will. Uh, God does not accept that kind of thing. And uh, uh, just before we run here and take a quick break, I want to share one verse with you. And it says in 2 Peter 2, 7, and they were haughty and, uh, and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. So just, just to let you know that when people physically abuse, when people sexually abuse, they're being haughty, and that's against God's will, and God will have revenge. He will take care of them. And in just a minute, we'll come back and listen to Kevin's take on that. But we're going to go ahead and let our radio stations do what they have to do. We'll be right back. Hang with us for a second.
Well, it's great to be back with you. That's actually a good song to be playing in the background. Does Jesus care? And the answer is yes, he does care. He is concerned. And Kevin, when you hear that term physical abuse, what what comes to your mind? Well, I think about the fact that you're, you are being um, abused because you, you happen to be someone's scapegoat perhaps, or someone's got, um, you know, they're just projecting inward, in, inward wrath. You know, the Bible talks about um, a, a wicked man and it's, you know, he's associated with wrath. And I can't think of the verse right off hand, but uh, it says the rod of his wrath shall fail. So an ungodly man. So ungodliness, in other words, sin in the heart creates a, a desire to project that upon a person. And, and a lot of times it's a person in close proximity. You hate to say it. It's a family member. A guy comes home. It could be something as, as, you know, normal. Uh, I mean, normal temptation abuse is not normal, but normal temptation would be, I had a bad day at work. The boss breathed down my neck. The boss, you know, made life miserable for me, threatened to take a, you know, take my job away, dock my pay, threatened to, you know, steal, take my stripes off if you're in the military. And, and so you come home, kick the dog, you know, through the hedge and yell at the wife and kids that, um, you know, classic, you know, scenarios, unfortunately, it's a form of abuse. And I call it, you know, something's raging inside of you. You have, and, and that person has no right to project that upon someone else because you are taking an innocent person and you're trying to make their life miserable, spreading your, you know, spread your grief evenly amongst other people. That is evil. Absolutely. And, um, and you know, uh, the, you know, the term in the Bible for 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 abuse, you know, talking about physical, uh, I, I'm interested in the word oppression in that context of of abuse. The first instance of the word oppress is in the context of the children of Israel in Egypt, and it says in Exodus three nine. Now, therefore, behold. The cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. This is God talking, obviously. Yeah. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppress them. So that's the very first occurrence. Um, and, you know, and that was physical abuse. That's These were people, you know, the Egyptians, uh, they, you know, they just picked the the children of Israel, the, the literal children of of. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who had who had gone there, and there as they began to you know uh, cycle through generations, they went several hundred years, and the oppression just got worse. And it's just terrible when you feel like, as as an abusee, that there's an abuser who's violating your basic human right to be unharmed, to be to be safe. You, you know, in other words. I have, you have no right to hurt me and I have a right to my, you know, my personal protection. And so when someone invades that or when someone violates the, the perimeter of your safety unjustly, now, if you're doing wrong, the Bible says, let no man suffer as a murderer or thief or as a busybody into other men's matters. But it does talk about suffering as a Christian and, you know, the children of Israel kind of the same way they, they got allowed them to suffer. And that suffering was, 
was physical and and i think you know right along the lines of what uh it says there that if you suffer as a christian so if you're going through abuse you know is it not true doug the first thing to realize is that god is on your side right. and that he knows all about it absolutely and that and again that you have that responsibility to end that abuse by calling the police contacting authorities seeking out help and those types of things, because there are some abuse because of war and some of the things Kevin are talking, Kevin's talking about in biblical times. I'm going to introduce a few more levels of abuse, and we'll come back to Kevin and I, or types of abuse. I really don't want to say level. They're all terrible, neglect. And so recently, not that long ago, just here, we heard of uh, children that were locked in closet, a seven-year-old boy that weighed 30 pounds. And so the idea of neglect abuse is that failure to meet someone's basic needs. We, we see that at all different levels, and it's against God's will and emotional and verbal abuse. And all these to God are wrong. If you're being emotionally or verbally abused, that's, and we know that it's false finding belittling rejection withholding love support uh you know financial abuse we see that a lot those we work with especially who are older whose children are different people in their life will keep some of the money and things of that nature and then grooming and, and kevin i actually want to stop at this one again for a while uh grooming is so far uh it's turned into one of these things brother that every church needs to have a czar looking at our teens' Facebook accounts and those people who are in a position who may not be the strongest folks, people who are going through these emotional and relationship changes or they're young and they, they don't fit into the categories they think they should fit into, um, this is all wrong. And, and, and God wants you to know it's abuse. It's wrong. And, and, uh, we want you to know as Christians that charity or love suffereth long and is kind and, and charity or love envieth not charity bunteth not itself is not puffed up. Do not be save itself, behave itself unseemly seeketh not our own is not easily provoked. And as you see all these words, these are words, uh, that make you lead to the idea of abuse and uh, uh, thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in inequity but rejoiceth in the truth beareth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things but when we get to grooming Kevin, that's that actual idea. And I know you and I have talked about this many times we both know people who've been groomed and and, and not only young people people who find themselves in a position where, you know, it, it, people hoodwink you. So this idea of grooming is somebody who befriends you or attempts to befriend you uh, and, and build up to some emotional attachment. So at some point they can sexually abuse you or pull you out of the relationship you're in. Sometimes grooming leads them to uh, have more people. So uh, some of these men or women who groom, and I think it's a much higher percentage of men. Uh, I looked it up at one point and it's like only one and a half or 2% of all grooming cases are done by women. But if you get this idea, they would grab a child who may not be the best looking, may not be the brightest or grab somebody who's been through a divorce or whose relationship with their husband or their kids are in bad places and these groomers, these wicked people, brother Kevin, they'll put themselves in a position where they're the answer to their problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the, the height of 
um, a violation. You know, you're going to someone and you're you're trying to subtly, um, in, you know, introduce things to them that they don't want. They don't they don't need. They they're not going to want ever. And but you're trying to warm them up to you to to so that you can kind of sneak this in and and um, and make make them willing to agree to something that they would not otherwise agree to. And that, you know, that's just horrible to do. And how many people wake up one day and say, how did I fall for this? What am I doing in this situation? Yeah. And, you know, he was so smooth, like you said, he was so yeah. uh, convincing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was, I was in sales for several years and sales is, is you're helping people open up to something that they really do want. They really do need. That's, that's what sales should be. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying right. to sell something, but grooming is the opposite. You're trying to open them up yeah. to something that's wrong. They don't need, they don't want, it's just for your gratification. Right. And, it's about uh, it's you evil. being taken care of in some way. Uh, usually yep. physically, and, but and sometimes Kevin mentally, you know, just just getting high off the idea that you're breaking up people's relationships and oh. that you're having some type of ownership over people. I mean, there's folks out there who are so wicked, so mean um, that they they make a lifetime out of hurting people. And, uh, I, you know, I hate to say that and I don't want to, you know, my, my purpose here is not to freak people out, but just to be real and, and to let you know that sadly, this is where we live. This is the society we're in today. We're in a society today where people do this kind of thing, uh, where people are, uh, you know, groomers and, uh, and you know what I think we're going to do? Cause we're going to be uh, right on top of our time in a minute. But again, we cast out the scorner, uh, as it told us when we started this over in Proverbs 22, 10 and, uh, contention shall go out and strife and reproach shall cease. So we've, we've got to get rid of these people in our life. We have a responsibility biblically, uh, from Romans 13 to, uh, notify authorities if we've been hurt. Or if we're going to be hurt, if we know somebody who's going to be hurt, we have a legal responsibility and we also have a biblical responsibility. So folks, I, I know this is a lot that we said, and I meant this as just being one quick broadcast here, but obviously it's going into a second day and the types of abuse people go through. Uh, but we want you to know that we love you. We want you to know that we're behind you. We want you to know that you're more than welcome to contact us at DougAtWoundedSpirits.com or Help for Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Uh, Kevin Robb, you know how to get a hold of Kevin out there on his Facebook page, K-E-V-I-N-R-A-U-B. If you're in trouble, get a hold of us, but make sure you call the police. Get yourself out of physical danger first. And we sure do love you folks, and we're praying for you. And... Uh, Hey, thank you so much for being with us today and have a wonderful day. And hey, wear that smile that only God can give you today. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message you can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, 
Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.